0: You're listening to Arts Talk Radio, and I'm Michael Hasted. We bring you interviews as well as news relating to all aspects of the arts in Holland, which are either in English or where language is no problem. We concentrate on events in Amsterdam, The Hague, Rotterdam and the surrounding areas. Arts Talk Radio Online Interviews and features on the arts in English. Two very different pieces this week. Later, I'm in Ski Dam to see a truly incredible art installation. But first, we're talking about contemporary dance. And Holland, as we all know, is home to world-class companies, of which Scapino Ballet in Rotterdam is one. Two of Scapino's principal dancers organised the Rotterdam International Duet Choreography Competition, which luckily is known by its initials, the RIDCC. I spoke to them at Theatre Rotterdam, Scapino's home theatre, and the venue for
1: RIDCC.
2: Hello, I'm Maya Rust. Uh, I'm born in Belgium.
1: Uh, I'm van Leeuwen. I'm from Amsterdam, living half my life in Rotterdam. Um, dancer in Scopino Ballet, choreographer and co-founder of RIDCC. Right, the
0: RIDCC, to to give it its full title, is the Rotterdam International Duet Choreography Competition, Right. which you created. And I think you are now coming up to your
1: third one. That's right, yes. Uh, last year it was cancelled due to COVID. Uh, so normally it would have been the fourth time, but now it's only the third edition. Yeah. It sounds very clear from the title what it is but uh, how did it come about?
2: Um, We had the idea like uh, four years ago because there were not so many chances for young choreographers also with uh, financial cuts, subsidy cuts and then we came with the idea that there should be real chances for choreographers, for young choreographers to support their talent. And then we thought, oh why don't we make a choreography competition and a lot of partner awards where they get real opportunities. And we spoke with a lot of partners, a lot of dance instit- institutions and they were all very um
1: enthusiastic and, and they wanted to help us immediately everybody first we did like all the Rotterdam companies in the schools in the production house. And then actually now we sort of like do, do it through the whole country, like we have all the bis companies um, and then also uh, we have Skanes as well from Sweden with us and Avantgarde Dance from London, it's an urban company, uh, so we, we're growing. Uh. But
0: it really the, the competition is, is truly international, isn't it?
1: Yes, that was the aim as well, because we have a lot of talent in, in Holland as well. It's, in Holland is a real dance country, but we, ne- we didn't have a competition. And for instance in Germany, you have Stuttgart, you have Hanover, uh, you have Copenhagen in Denmark, and you have a couple of others in, in Europe. Uh, and we're like, well, Holland is a dance country, we should have one as well. Uh, so we, we set it up and it seems like a success.
0: And are there any other competitions or festivals for duets?
1: no 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 this also because we we wanted to uh, be different than other ones uh, so we we did duets and also what we do different than other competitions is we try to educate the the makers who come here so they have lighting design uh, workshop they have uh, workshops about how they have to plan their uh, career in in a way uh, they're working with a dramaturg during the days so if they're not performing. So we want to educate them and uh, develop them as well.
0: It seems very strange uh, that you are unique in doing a, a competition or a festival for for duets because the duet, the pas de deux, is an essential part of, of any form of dance. And you have famous partners, I like know Nurieff and um, Fontaine, and uh, even Fred Astaire and Ginger Rogers. So it seems fairly strange that it hasn't happened before.
2: No, it's true, like, um, because also with a duet you can tell a very nice story, you know, like there are many um, possibilities to use a duet. So it's strange that it doesn't exist yet as a, as a competition. Mm-hmm. And that's why it was also one of the other uh, points for us to make a duet competition, mm-hmm. also because the story behind and what you can tell with a duet, it's more full than, for example, with a solo or...
1: Yeah. Yeah and, and also like there's the other competitions you can sign in a, with a duet or a trio or maybe a group piece or a solo and then you have Stuttgart it's only solo competition so we were like okay we should make something different than everybody else and uh, a duet is what you say already it's like you can say so much um, it's, it's, it's a small story by itself already if you have two people on stage and we're
0: sitting in the theatre Rotterdam which I suppose could be described as the home of your of your festival, but this year it's not going to be live. How actually is it going to work? You've got how many f- finalists or how many uh, duets are competing in the, in, the, in the semi-final and the final?
1: Yes, we, uh, we had like 417 applications so people who send in their work. Uh, we made a selection from 16, so we have two half finals of eight eight pieces and then the final will become between five and seven normally. Uh, it's going to be live uh, streamed this year, not live for the audience. Live performed from in- here, they're actually going to be on the stage here. Yes, yeah, yeah. We bring the, the the contestants here because we want to give them the opportunity to develop themselves and to have these workshops with them. Um, they're going to do it live for us as well, but the camera is going to take it, and the people will see live dance, not recorded, but live dance, but from their home. Mm-hmm.
0: I, as you were saying before, the, 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 the Netherlands is very much a, a dance or a contemporary dance country, uh, company. It has maybe two of the best companies in the world with Scorpion and the Netherlands Dance Theatre. Why do you think such a small country with no obvious links to, to dance, it has such a success and an importance on the world stage, literally, of, of contemporary dance? Is there a reason for that?
2: I think it, it came already from the past, you know, now it's already for many, many years that Holland is uh, a real dense country and it, I think it also gets uh, good subsidized in dense like if I com- because I'm coming from Belgium and if I compare with Belgium, the subsidies are much, much less than than what you have here in Holland. And uh, of course, you have also uh, NDT, it's a huge company. Uh, known uh, worldwide, national ballet also, then we have, you still have Scapino Ballet, Introdance, Club Guayaroni also, you know, like it's a real good, yeah.
1: It's a good base, and people uh, like the first m- some some of them they come first as dancers to Holland from abroad, and then they like it so much, and they make change of uh, of, of 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 making choreographies. Like for instance, Kilian in the past, and now you have Guy and Roni. They're from Israel, and they established here as dancers first, and then they build up the company, and now they're one of the best companies, mm-hmm. and that's just amazing. Like you have the opportunity here to grow as well as a maker, mm-hmm. uh, and what Maya says that the subsidy is uh, yeah you can ask. And it's, it's got worse, but in the, in the past it was actually, if you could write uh, a nice plan, you had already subsidy. Now it's a bit more tougher to get money, but it's, uh, it's still doable here in Holland. And you have spaces like the Kortso
0: in, 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 in The Hague, which is essentially for uh, young dancers and
1: choreographers to develop yeah. their talent. Also, we have dance here in Rotterdam, and they're also one of our partners. And they, it's, it's different than they have a different segment than, than Corso, but they also support young makers and they have plans with them and they guide them, like how you have to ask subsidy, how you have to make a, a, a media plan. Um, yeah. So they're helping as well, the young makers. Because yeah. there is more to it than just dancing.
0: You have to understand how things work. And especially if you're a choreographer. I mean, you, you were both, I think, with Skopina for, for quite a long time. Um, do you d- still
1: dance at all with them? Yes, we still dance uh, with Scapino. I'm uh, over two decades. I'm dancing with them already, and Maya over one decade. Um, uh, yeah, we're still dancing there. Yeah. And you've been dancing, I think, since you were a child.
2: Uh, yeah, like since I'm kind of eight years old, uh, and then I went to professional school to the ballet school in Antwerp, and then uh, I came to Kodak, actually, and then I immediately came to Scapino and I was very fond and I really liked it so I stayed actually there. So
0: I think, I think girls do have to start earlier but I think the boys start maybe a bit later with a different inspiration. I was six.
2: You were six? You were six? Yeah.
0: But what did I hear about you uh, being inspired by John Travolta? Yeah. Uh, oh, I mean, at six? Was maybe it's my man.
1: <laughs> maybe I've compressed the years. Yeah, no. I was when, when I was uh, around that age, he had like all these this films coming out, or like I saw everything on VHS, like videotapes. I was a big fan of him and Bruce Lee and Chuck Norris and a lot of John Travolta. And then I was like, oh, I would like to dance. So they found me uh, a little uh, amateur ballet school in Amsterdam, and uh, I was a butterfly on Wednesday afternoon, and uh, between all these girls, and I had the best time of my life and then the school they asked me to do audition and I didn't want it first and then they asked me again the national ballet academy in amsterdam I was like well okay let's have a, let's have a look and then I was hooked and uh yeah but
0: you say it was sort of lots of girls and lots of fun but i mean i know that dancing is really really hard work
1: Yes, but when you're six, it's, it's just, <laughs> you're just having fun in the studio and then later on you start doing the pliés and the bar and the whole classes and, and then you start working your technique. And, and, but when you do amateur school, it's more for fun and then when you came on the Real Academy, then you know, you're, you're starting for real.
0: Have you either or both of you done classical ballets, or all, all, all been contemporary?
2: I think like in the beginning uh, I did the classical ballet because it was done the ballet school and then the last two years we could choose between the contemporary and uh, the ballet and then I chose the contemporary. And then in Codarts, of course, it's also contemporary school. So I already made my division before. And Misha, you did it. Uh... Yeah,
1: I, I, my my aim was to be a, a classical dancer because I was uh, educated like this, and also I did some things with Head National as well, like being a stagiaire there and uh, doing uh, doing some stuff. Uh, and then uh, Ed Weber from Scapino Bella, he asked some people who joined for a couple of shows, and I came in Scapino. I was like, wow, this is actually where I feel home. I can be myself. I I don't have to like in, in in classical ballet it's, it's a very different presentation and uh, as who you are and there's nothing wrong with it that because that's also very beautiful but i want to be myself on stage and uh, in scarpina i could and this I mean for
0: for it. a dancer is is it very different doing classical or contemporary I, I mean i love contemporary dance i mean i i just love it but classical i can take it or leave it it's two completely different things is, is it the same for a dancer do you look at them completely differently or is it just putting on a different pair of tights
1: no, it is very different. It's very different. It's, it's all about the technique and actually where you train off uh, in class, actually you do this on stage and with contemporary you do class mostly also classic ballet in the morning, and then you try to search for new movements, new, new uh, ways of doing stuff. So it's a whole different approach.
0: And also the, 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 the classical to a certain extent is limited by the repertoire, the, the usual suspects, whereas with contemporary dance you can do anything you want. Yes, exactly. Yeah, and do you, do you have a? Oh, you obviously said you said you had a preference, but is there something about classical dance? The I don't know the the uh, the, the formality, if you like, the discipline of it. I know there's discipline in contemporary dance, but it's a different style, a different type in in, in classical. Do you, did you um,
1: appreciate the difference, or do you miss that? Mm, I don't miss it myself. Um, maybe some people do, but I don't miss it. Like I, I really found my. My spot in the dance world, what I like to do, what I feel most comfortable in. And and some people feel most comfortable in doing classical ballet. And
2: uh Yeah, for me it was already kind of early clear that I didn't want to do classical ballet. And also, of course, you also need to have the real perfect body also for uh classical ballet. And also my heart was already with modern and more experimental and um and then yeah. I, I chose then quite fast apart, and then first I was like, I want to go really experimental da- dance more, and then in the, uh, uh, yeah, I went to Scapino, so it's not that exper- experimental, it's like. Mm-hmm. Uh, contemporary dance, uh, contemporary dance. But I mean, the,
1: the day-to-day, it, it's not so different. You do class every day, which is more or less the same, I suppose. Yeah. Well, I don't do class anymore for Magic. a couple of days. I always go to fitness because I think class is way overrated in the dance world. Everybody's sticking to this. But to be real fit, you have to go to the, to the gym. But you can't do pliés in the gym. I still do, I do, I do pliés with weights in my neck, so I'm way stronger than if, if you just do a plié.
2: Yeah, and I'm still doing class, like normally, I mean now I'm nine months pregnant, so at the moment not, but normally I do like every morning belly class and then it's really like to warm up the body and to prepare for the day, to also mentally be ready and then to go into rehearsals, uh, uh, yeah. Okay,
0: I think that will do actually, thank you Misha and Matt, thank you very much indeed. And uh, we shall look forward to seeing the various stages, the semi-final and the final of the RIDCC, which is the Rotterdam International Duet Choreography Competition.
2: Right. Yes, that's right. Yes, <laughs> and it's
0: free to watch. <laughs> okay. Okay. Thanks very much. I was at Theatre Rotterdam talking to Myroest and Misha van der Haven of Scapino Ballet, who are the organisers of the Rotterdam International Duet Choreography Competition, the RIDCC the finals of which will be live-streamed free of charge on the 24th to 26th of June from that theatre.
2: Arts Talk magazine provides the perfect companion to Arts Talk Radio with reviews and previews in English of cultural events in Holland. Whatever your interest in the arts, our international team of writers will always provide something new and exciting to see online. That's Arts Talk Magazine, all one word.nl. Arts Talk Magazine dot NL.
0: I was in Ski Dam, just to the west of Rotterdam, to see an art installation in the magnificent church in the centre of town. I didn't really know what to expect, but nevertheless, when I entered through the main door, it wasn't like being in a church at all, despite the organ music. I'm about to enter something very exciting a whole new world and I'm with the artist Florentine Hoffman and this is your piece which is called? Uh, Stadskokon or in English city cocoon. City cocoon and we're in uh, St. Janskerk. St. Janskerk. Okay well we're now in a there's a sort of uh, an
3: airlock type of thing? Yeah it's an airlock exactly uh, you enter via the, 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 the main doors of the church and uh, it's a uh, yeah, we keep you here for a bit and then you're um, bound to go through the doors, the mirror doors, into the installation. So it's like a departure lounge? Yeah, kind of.
0: And you have to wear special little yeah, white we shoes? Yeah,
3: we wear like overshoes, how you, how yeah, you yeah, call yeah. it, uh, to, to get the installation uh, nice and tidy for, for okay. the period of three months. Right, let's go and have a look. Right, it's all
0: green, there's arches and there are benches where you can sit and put your shoes. T- Maybe
3: t- you should um, record it here, yeah, okay. it's a nice this is, sound.
0: It looks like it's a mirror, but in fact it's it double doors and it's an airlock. So yeah,
3: and it's also a mirror uh, to give you an impact. You have to look at yourself before you enter, you will be transformed perhaps in this cocoon. Right, let's do it.
0: <laughs> whoa, great gust of air, whoa. Gust of air, uh, and we're now in this. Well, it's hard to describe exactly what it is. It's it's a cocoon, and and and, and what are the measurements? Because it's it's yeah, it's also very <laughs> strange acoustics in here. so what are the measurements?
3: Yeah, it's 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 uh, twenty six meter long, nine and a half uh, high, and uh, also wide nine and a half meters. Uh, but it's rounded, so it's like a, a kind of a pill shape. Or a sausage shape. Or a s- kind sausage. of a green sausage, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 you could call it like that. But it, it gives a bit of an infinity look uh, because you don't see the edges, uh, the end of it. No, because it's all curved, even
0: the, even, even the floor is curved and you can... It's quite disorientating it sit on, sit on your balance. You feel too no, I wouldn't be able to get up, I don't think. Oh yeah, you would. You would. <laughs> no, it really is. It's quite incredible. Because there, there's no vanishing point, you can't actually see the beginning and, and see the end. It's almost, you say you're disorientating because you're leaving the church, but it's almost like a church.
3: It's a cathedral within a cathedral or a church. It's a church within a church. It's a volume within a volume. I think it's uh, questioning also the architecture, uh, which you uh, perhaps suspect or expect uh, to see. Uh, but you see this uh, it's without the visual noise. Uh, and perhaps you find religion in yourself.
0: Because there's also it's not just the, the 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 visual installation. There's a sound installation as well. Because directly, just outside this cocoon is is the fabulous church organ. I think you're using that as well.
3: Uh, yeah, I and Leistra uh, played it, uh, and uh, we composed together with Jasper Leclerc, a comp- uh, composer. We uh, made a, a soundscape, which is. All uh, played on this organ. Um, it, it's subtle. It's small, but it's also big. It's what an organ does when you use it in a church. It's a, uh, it's your only uh, connection with the church, like uh, from a hearing point of view.
0: But you can actually hear the church, you know you're in a church because the sounds outside are quite echoing, you hear footsteps and that sort of thing. It's a very weird environment. What what was your thinking behind it when you you first conceived this? Did you conceive the thing finished or was it the result of sketches and scribbling?
3: Oh, uh, I did many, many sketches. I think I had uh, three plans in the beginning, but then I think this plan stood out and and I found it so incredible, uh, great. I, I work with inflatables all my life already for more than 20 years, and uh, I always see the entrance, the the, the, the interiors of the archi- uh, of the inflatables, and they are like architecture. Uh, and and in this particular question, if I wanted to make a, a sculpture here in this church, I thought, wow, it would be fantastic if you could enter the church. And be in an installation of air without seeing, only have this fabric, uh, like um, uh, between you in the in in, in the truth or uh, reality. It, it takes very little
0: to separate you. It, I mean, this is. I think this material is, is, is sailcloth, isn't it? From uh, Yeah, from
3: it's, it's 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 yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a fabric which is made uh, especially for, for for inflatables. It has a bit of a stretch, and uh, it only leaks through its seams. So it's overpressure here, as you can notice. Uh, uh, once the pressure is a bit too high, it, it, it leaks through the, the seams, and uh, it's um, yeah, it's very simple. It's it's material uh, which is in between you in, in, in the church. It's very science fictiony. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. The, 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 the curved ends it makes it uh, like infinity uh, feel like. But it's, it's
0: but it's like the set for I don't know Alien or something. I mean, there was actually a film called Cocoon, wasn't there?
3: Could be. I no, there was there was, yeah, there was yeah. a film called Cocoon. Well, the green works very. Uh, uh, was it deliberately, deliberately green, yes. sort of organic? Well, we we all come from this uh, horrible uh, period of time, which we all were cocoon, cocooning inside because of the COVID situation, of course. And and green is a color of hope. It's a green uh, which comes. Uh, gr- green is a color which which is really into religion, also uh, um, used. Uh, it's 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 nature. It's leaves. It's fresh life. It's, it's hope, but it's also stimulating creativity in a in a quality way. So, how, did, was this conceived for this space? Uh, yes, it was especially made for here. Uh, will it will it be able to go somewhere else? Well, I, uh, yeah, it could of course, but uh, you need a big space and a big pump. Uh, no, the pump actually is quite small, because there is a, a tiny bit of pressure. Uh, you, you, you only need a bit of pressure to, to keep it up, because it's very simple. It's is, a, it, is it in one piece? It's one piece, yeah. Wow, must need a big truck. Uh, well, it's, uh, when, it's, uh, when, when we let the air out, uh, yeah, you can put it in a, in a box. Of uh, one to one, one, one meter, one square
1: really?
0: meter. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's Because it really—I mean, it really is. You—you it, 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 you feel. It, you know, you say you're, you're not in the church, but it has the same sort of feel because it has great height, as well. Yeah. yeah. And and it's and uh, straight down the middle, so it's like a, like the aisle of a church.
3: Uh, you have space to think and overthink, to sit down in the in the curvy edges. Uh,
0: I imagine you're going to limit
3: the number of people who can come in at any one time. Um, Yeah, we limit it, but uh, for me as an artist, I'm also very curious if you you put 500 people in here. But I
0: think if you put 500 people in, they'd all fall over because the actual Flat surface is only about a meter and a half, and then it starts to curve
3: and it's soft. And I think you probably all yeah, fall over. I, I think you can easily fit in 500 people here sitting. It'd be I, worth a try. Yeah, it would be fantastic. <laughs> but uh, who knows what the corona rules the next few months uh, will be. I mean, you could ha- actually, I mean, it would be a great
0: place for concerts, wouldn't it?
3: It, it is. Uh, I mean, it it already stimulates your brain, I hear. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean,
0: it is quite, dis- when I first came in, it, it really is quite disorientating you, because it's all curved, and because, I, don't know, I suppose, maybe the di- difference in air pressure contributes as well. You actually
3: feel a little, you you a little bit dizzy, you sort of lose your orientation. It moves a bit, of course, and that makes you kind of feel wobbly perhaps Mm. but uh, no but uh, uh, after a while if you if you have experienced that i think it's time for you just to sit down and and uh, and and recuperate yeah yeah
0: (laughs) no i think it would make i mean i can just imagine a, a string quartet not maybe not a rock concert but a string quartet there and
3: yeah, it would be, would, be, would be nice, but uh, li- like I said, it already uh, stimulates your brain. So uh, it's true what they say about the colour of green. It, it, it stimulates creative uh, ideas.
0: But I think the overall impression I get, it, 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 it's very science fictiony. I mean, especially the the, the entrance to it. and You come into this sort of vestibule with arches and benches and you have to put these um, little elfy shoes on your feet and then you come in. It's it's almost like a departure lounge. It's almost like as though you're going to put a spacesuit and come in.
3: What I do in my work, uh, of course, is is, is create uh, big installations that that, that trigger and uh, that change your perspective on things. Uh, And and that's what I do with uh, works like... uh, the Boschpolder Fox, which is five kilometers away from here, maybe you've seen it. Otherwise, you should go there. It's very nearby. It's uh, I make installations which which make you uh, look and uh, rethink what's there. So, so this was
0: specifically built for this church, but would have to go to another church. You couldn't put this in the middle of a field, for example. You could, but... uh, You wouldn't want to?
3: No, you could, but but the great thing about this is, uh, this inside installation, is that uh, I work in public space a lot and you have always a few problems. That's people, wind, rain, sun. But it's great, you know, to work with that because you get a kind of a formula to to create installations. Uh, uh, Here... The only restrictions were the the dimensions between the
0: pillars. Because this fits exactly between the, the pillars yeah, and yeah. in the Central uh, aisle.
3: That's also what I really love about uh, the work, it's stuck within uh, the church structure. Okay, I, I think that will do.
0: And I certainly recommend this because it's, uh, it's not an exhibition, it's an experience.
3: I would say stay a, a few minutes more and maybe you come out like a, a butterfly.
0: Well, sadly, I didn't turn into a butterfly, but I was talking to artist Florentine Hoffman about his installation City Cocoon, which is at the Sint Janskerk in Schiedam until the twelfth of September. Arts Talk Radio Online. Well, I'm afraid that's all we've got time for for this week. Uh, this is Arts Talk Radio, and my name is Michael Hasted. If you have any comments, please leave them in the box below. So, until the next time, it's goodbye from me. Bye.